What's going on, everyone? My name is Lewis Angel with AE Mind, and we have a very special interview for you today. It's with the, the amazing Gabby. What's up, Gabby? How's it going? Hi, Luis. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I'm so happy to be here. I uh, can't wait. Can't wait for the people to know all about you, your success, and everything that you're doing in life because you're doing some pretty incredible things for being, you know, your age. Uh, so we'll get into all that, all the details, all the juicy stuff, and just, you know, we'll have fun with this. All right. Cool. Uh, so first of all, Gabby, I, I just, we just actually met, uh, like a few weeks ago here in San Diego with the, what we, what we call our squad, right? Um, you know, it was Juan, Omid, all the, all the peeps that we hang out with, which pretty much we got into this field of personal development, um, several years ago and our paths just crossed recently. So talk to me real quick about your experience there at GYLS, um, this past, you know, this past go around. How was that for you? What were your takeaways? And what is it for those that don't know what GYLS is? So GYLS is, it stands for Global Youth Leadership Summit. And it's uh, from the Anthony Robbins Foundation. And basically it's a week long camp kind of event and um kids around like 300 kids from or 200 come from all over the world different all different countries and really it's kind of like a it's an all intensive program and there's you know speakers that come in and you know team building activities and you know debriefs and there's just a bunch of stuff to do all day long you know 14 hours i mean you're dead by the end but you know these kids come in really scared and not knowing what to expect and by the end of the week they form these relationships these friendships that you know they're going to be lifelong and it just they have these breakthroughs that you know it's difficult to think of other places where you can have these kind of experiences at such a young age so it was it's really a gift right and you went through the program yourself now i know that you skipped the year meaning Pretty much you're a badass so you didn't have to go like one of the years and you became a youth coach uh which is i came in as a coach which we essentially just you know we're there for the kids and we're there to facilitate um the kids breakthroughs and whatnot at, at the debriefs so what is it what was the experience like for you as someone that went through the program and then now this past you know go around as a youth coach so should, should i start off with my envy here well i was I, I was 14 and that was at the, the very beginning of like my journey of personal development. And like, that's where my passion started. Like at that point in my life after this event, actually. And, you know, at first I didn't want to go as most kids. I was terrified. I didn't, that was the first time I'd ever left home, like for a week. And I was just, I, I didn't know what to expect. And I'm at that point in my life, I was kind of an really introverted and just, you know, socializing with people was not one of my strengths at all. So just being um, in a place where I didn't know anyone at all was really uncomfortable for me. But, um, you know, I pushed myself and I said, okay, I'm just, I'm gonna do it. And my mom, my parents, I'm really grateful because they really see the value in these events and um, in, the, in, this, uh, in this study of personal development and, you know, self-transformation. 
Yeah, so, but I mean, as at 14, going into this, like, what kind of breakthroughs did you have at that young of an age? Well, like, were you going, you know, what were you going through? Because I know as, as an, I came into this field as, you know, grown folk already. Um, I was like 20, 21 when I first got into this. Uh, so I had the struggles of trying to get a better job or trying to, you know, find my path right. in life and, and success. But at 14, I mean, you're still going to school. Um, what were some of the breakthroughs that you had at that young of an age? Um... <laughs> It was an, excuse me, it was an awkward stage, I have to say. Um, you're kind of, um, you kind of, you don't know who you are at, at all, really. <laughs> you're just growing. It's, it's really just like a, a growing, a, a growing period. Um, for me, at least, um, you know, I grew up here in Miami and um, on an island, actually. Um, off off of Miami and it's really you know it's a really small community really safe um, like no crime I mean it's a perfect place to raise a family or retire so basically it's just really safe and I've grown up here you know I spent like 12 years of my life here and I didn't really know what other kids like I wasn't exposed to the kind of issues that other kids at Gills were exposed to. So, you know, like abuse or, or rape or, you know, any kind of th those kinds of situations. I didn't as a kid, I didn't know other kids were going through this. So for me, it was just an experience where I was I was exposed to, you know, the real world. I kind of just popped out of that bubble and got to see, wow, this is actually happening, you know is there something that I can do? You know, that's when you start opening your mind a little bit. So that for me was in it, in and of itself a breakthrough, just, you know, stepping out of that little place of safety and seeing that there's so much more going on in the world and there's so much that we can do and um, an impact that we can have. That's so awesome because, and that's so true too. You know, I grew up kind of in the total opposite um, area of that where there was a lot of violence a lot of gang activity you know the drugs the alcohol all that stuff um, so yeah I was able to connect I guess easier with the kids but for you coming in and you're like you know the world is, is perfect or whatnot <laughs> and, and and then you come in and see that hey these kids are experiencing these very yeah. hardships in life um, so now you're able to understand you know their their model of the world um, and you're able to connect with them and then also I'm sure that that influenced your life going forward um, and now you want to do, you know, some pretty amazing things, which we'll get into right now. What are, you know, now, fast forward a few years, you've gone to so many different events, uh, UPW, Walked on Fire, uh, you've gone to Date with Destiny and all these other Tony Robbins-based events, and I'm sure you've gone to several different ones, Brendan Burchard yeah. um, and, and his events. So what have, have been your takeaways since your first, you know, GWLS moving forward over the next, you know, the last few years? And, uh, you know, what do you want to do with all that knowledge that you've gained and all the experiences that you've had so far um, over the past six, six, seven years? Well, I guess my greatest takeaway, well, you know, I see, I see it, I see everything as a learning experience. And I've seen myself grow so much throughout the years. And um, especially, you know, attending these events, you know, you're at different stages in your life. So things are going to click differently. And then when you come back to that environment and you listen to that content again, it's going to click in a completely different way because you're just at a different stage in your life. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, 
as a kid and you know into my early you know uh like teenage years i struggled a lot with having certainty in myself and you know just feeling like i was worthy that was one of my biggest struggles because i always struggled with confidence and just you know um really owning my place and knowing who i am and I have to be honest with you. I've only, I've, I've, I feel like I've only reclaimed myself fully, probably two weeks ago. What? <laughs> I, I'm not even. Yeah. Um. It's just a big shift that I decided to take. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, before See, I would have never have guessed <laughs> that because Adju Wallace, you know, since the moment we met, like you've always been this this confident, always like I I just I've known you for like two weeks, but you've been <laughs> this super confident, this happy, uh, you know, amazing individual. So I would have never guessed that you had these limiting beliefs about yeah. yourself. Yeah, definitely. I definitely did. And, you know, I started to think about it and it's like, what are all of the opportunities that I'm I've been missing out on and that I will miss out on if I don't start, you know, loving myself and feeling confident with who I am and not only in what I'm doing, you know, in the external world, but kind of just in the inside, in the internal world, just being myself, just just to be and feel at peace just with who I am. You know, that that's something that I have definitely found difficult to um, accomplish. And I feel like I'm, I just feel really fulfilled right now and I'm so excited to see what's going to happen in the future and what the future holds because I'm, I just feel fired up right now. <laughs> Damn. Presidente Gabby. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, so you were, and, and another reason why I say that too, that, you know, I would have never guessed that you had these limiting beliefs, these you know, self-confidence issues, because I know that you did really well in school. Uh, so I'm like, no, there's no way she's, she's freaking <laughs> kicking butt in every area of life. How, you know, how could she have this? So let's talk about school for a moment. Um, what, what were your, what were your grades in school? I already know them, but let's tell the audience. What were your grades in school and how did you manage to get such incredible scores throughout high school? Well, okay. So I have taken my academic career pretty seriously, um, in high school. I'm going off to college now. Um, and I'm hoping to carry that forward. That's my goal. Um, Cali I, life. She's coming to California, everyone. Hey. <laughs> West Coast, yeah. best coast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I ended up with a GPA of 4.12, which is, you know, pretty good. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Let me tell you my GPA freshman year. Okay. Everybody thinks I'm this memory guy, this, you know, genius. Well, not. No, I mean... I had a 1.0 GPA my freshman year in high school. I got kicked out of college for a semester for having bad grades. So for that, you're saying it's pretty good. No, that's amazing. 4.12. That means you went above and beyond what anybody else's standards were. So Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, how did that happen? So, you know, talk to me about the experience. Like, what were your daily habits? Uh, what was your favorite subject? Like, how did you make that happen? All right. Um... I think one of the things that helped um, was my fascination with numbers. You know, uh, I always, my favorite subject was always math, just because, you know, 
there's a certain way that things work. It's very systematic. And, you know, I like to think analytically and I like that there's steps in a process and, you know, <laughs> certainty. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I fell in love with math and, you know, this whole idea of um, it having like, you know, working like a puzzle. I really embrace like the logical side of things and you know this idea of having like a system and everything that kind of helped me with other um parts of my life and especially and, and in school um you know staying um like straight a student and all that um i always knew that I had a goal and I had to take certain steps to get there. So like, you know, solving a math problem, problem solving, there's certain steps to get there. And I had such clarity in my vision of succeeding and, you know, going off to college and being an educated individual that that has always stayed with me like throughout these years. And I think that's what, what served as fuel for me in getting good grades <laughs> hey, so you had your ultimate vision hey i want to do i want to go here i want to go to college i want to go to a really good university and here are the steps that i need to do to get me to that point it's not slacking yeah. off it's not being lazy which i'm sure hey teenagers <laughs> we we get caught up in just yeah. doing other stuff uh but you know what are your top three keys to success you know there's a student out there watching right now that maybe is struggling it's like hey you know i want to Maybe not necessarily get a 4.0 or above, but just want to get, you know, a B or a C on the next test. What what would you suggest to that student that's struggling right now in school? I think that it's important to stay focused. Stay focused on your goals and, you know, I think it's important to um, know your vision and what your goal is, but it's also just as important to know what you're doing now and stay focused on what you're doing in the present moment. So I think that, yeah, stay focused on your goals, but also have be focused on what you're doing at a certain time. So for example, um, like, if you know that you have a test in the next few weeks, you know, it'd probably be smart, a smart idea at, in this moment. I mean, what can I do now to achieve that and to achieve a good grade or, you know, whatever, in two weeks? Maybe I should study five minutes right now. You know, what can I do now that's going to help me in the future? So try to stay focused in, in the present moment so that you can get closer to your goals. Um, yeah, I mean, three? Yeah, Let's three. see. Um like Gabby's top three things, like if you do these three things, you will be successful, not only in school, but in anything. But for right now, we'll, we'll leave it in the school field. So top three things that you would suggest to any student to do uh, to be successful in school. Um, I think a second one would be, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we're a little scared or, you know, we don't want people to think certain things of us if we ask for help. You know, we don't want to be weak or anything. Um, but you know, it's important to ask for help when you need it because someone else might have the knowledge that you don't have. And, you know, that exchange could like help you with what you're trying to figure out in the moment. So don't be afraid to ask for help. I think that's key. Did you rely uh, on anybody 
when you were in school, like, hey, man, I'm struggling and I know not math, math was your strength, but in other subjects, like, hey, I'm struggling with science, you know, yeah. who can I go to? And who were those people that you went to? Uh, um, actually, uh, the one I struggled with most was English, just because I, I was never much of a reader. And, uh, you know, essay writing was like not my strength at all. So that's something I struggled with a lot. And um, I would usually just go to my teachers. I mean, they're the ones who I thought would be the best resource for me. So uh, after class, I would just stop by and be like, hey, like, I don't really know how to write this paper. Um, can you help me? What are some uh, points that I should uh, make or how should I organize it? And, you know, they're there to help you. I mean, that's why that's that's their job. <laughs> so I think they're the best people to ask. Um, I also had a friend who was really good at the subjects that I was bad in and I was really good at the subject she was bad in. So we would just help each other out. I think, um, you know, kind of cause you, you guys are at the same level in a way. Um, you're both students. So you kind of see the world kind of in the same way. So it, they're, your friends are definitely a good uh, resource. And then obviously if you really need a lot of help, I mean, you could find a tutor, which is, which is at times what I did, you know? So, yeah. Go go to the experts, see what they're doing, and you know, ask, ask for that help because yeah, that was my big issue too. Is like I wanted to, you know, be the macho kid. Yeah, I came from the hood, so I'm like, no, I, I can do it all on my own. But that's why I didn't do as well as you did. <laughs> um, I wanted to do. I never went, you know, to my teachers for for help. Not until I got to college, and then here's a tip for you going into college. Um, so if I noticed this, like, for when, uh, whichever teacher I went to for help, or even if I just stayed, like, a few minutes after just to talk to them, not even to ask them about the homework assignment or what we did for the day, but just to talk to the teacher, I noticed that, that if I was on the verge of getting, say, a B plus or an A in that class or going from one grade to another and I was on the verge, more often than not, they would bump me up uh, to the next grade. Uh, so that's yeah. actually, it can help you out. Just going out there and talking to your teachers, talking to your professors will help you out uh, to go from one grade to the next if you're like, you know, borderline. Because what happens, I think, is you're there so much that when they see your name, it's not just letters for them, right? They actually can attach the face to the name. Yeah. Uh, so, and more emotional attachment as well to that. So they're more than likely going to bump you up. Um, so that's a tip for all the students out there. Uh, and for you, Gabby, when you go to college, talk to all your, and as I'm, I know that you are, but talk to all your professors and your teachers. Right, uh, yeah, so you can, that's yeah, good, good tip. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, cool, T tip number three. So you got focus, three. you got go to others for help. What would be your third tip? Um, I think it's important to rely on your strengths. You know, sometimes, well, often, People think that you're supposed to focus on your weaknesses because you're supposed to make them better. But I personally believe that if you work on your strengths, it's a lot more empowering and a lot more effective. So if you know, for example, that you are, for, for example, me, like I'm more of an analytical person. I like to work with numbers, things that, um, you know, fit in a system. There's logic behind it. So that's something that like for example if I um if there were certain clubs at school or like things that I wanted to get involved with I knew that that's something that I was good in and that I could um succeed in so I would join those clubs and that ultimately that helped me with um 
that helped me meet more people and socialize more, which was something that I wasn't good in. And in the end, when I got to meet uh, more people and get closer to the, my teachers who were like running the clubs, I ended up forming better relationships with them. And when it came to learning in the classroom, it helped me so much more. So I think it's important to focus on your strengths. I mean, that's only one example, but um, yeah, I think, I think strengths, yeah. Focus on your strengths. Cool, awesome, three tips for all of you students out there. Uh, we'll shift gears a little bit, kind of merge the two worlds together of personal development and education. What do you think were your like biggest takeaways from going into say, we'll take for example, UPW. We go through so much in the, in the four days. Um, how do you think that that helped you out in school, like going through these types of programs, especially UPW, going through the firewalk and, you know, doing everything else that we go through this type of, uh, you know, program where we break down our limited beliefs and, mm -hmm. and talk about our weaknesses and our strengths and how we can improve, you know, both yeah. of those. How do you think that that helped you out in school? You know, if I remember clearly my, well, I guess actually, I guess the board break was at Gills, but, um, I mean, can I talk about that? My board yeah. break? Yeah. All right. So for the board break, <laughs> there it is. Hey. My signature. Is my signature there? Side, side note, uh, Gabby's like super famous. So um, she's about to be. So I got her to sign my board. She helped me do it. I'll post a video like right now. Yes. But, uh, she, you know, my biggest thing right now is time allocation. So I put that on one side. On the other side, I put be being a master of time. So she held it and as I broke it. Anyway, sorry. She, she's a pro at helping people with their breakthroughs as she goes through her breakthroughs as well. Right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, so what I wrote on the board break, uh, not on the board break, on the board, was um, that I'd never succeed, succeed in school. Uh, that was my fear, that I would just be a failure wow. and I when that that's the first time I ever went through the, the board break because I mean um, I'm pretty sure other other events have that but that's the first time I've ever done it in my life and when I broke through that I honestly did feel like like I broke through it I uh, it was an amazing experience for me because I took I mean it, it is a metaphor but I took it so seriously I mean, it really did impact me. And when I got home, I was like, no, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fail. Like, I'm gonna focus on succeeding. It's really what I'm focusing on that will affect how I will, who I will become. And I'm not gonna let that come stop me, you know? So yeah, I mean, actually, I attended UPW before Gills. Um, I attended UPW when I was 11. But I mean, I just wanted to share the board break because that that one um, reminded me of school. And but for UPW, uh, you know, walking on burning 2000 degree burning hot coals. Um, what like it's like 12 feet, right? Something oh. like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not two steps. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that much. So basically, it's like it's also a metaphor in a way uh, by walking through the fire. I mean, you get to choose what the fire means to you. And I I think I, I don't really remember what I broke through on that first time. Um, mostly because I didn't really understand why I was there. I didn't know 
who because it, it UPW is a Tony Robbins event. I didn't know who Tony Robbins was <laughs> or um, when I was in the room during the event. Like I didn't understand why people were jumping around and what high-fiving each other high-fiving yeah i'm like what is this especially for someone like me who like (laughs) i was like a turtle in the shell (laughs) like when i was little like that was just not super out of my comfort zone so like it was a good place to start i'm glad i did i did go and um yeah i don't remember exactly what the first uh firewalk meant to me all i know that i was really happy when i did do it because i was so I was such a fearful kid. I was so close to not doing it. So I think for me, it was just physically walking over the fire that helped me gain a little bit of confidence in myself in that moment. I didn't link it to something else like a limiting belief, but it was just that action. And that I think that was where it all started, you know, just like, whoa, I did that. Okay, cool. Let's see what else I can do. Yeah, what else can I do? Yeah. That's so awesome. And it's true too, because... Uh, like in school, for me, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. Uh, one of them was just telling myself constantly, you know, I'm dumb, I'm slow, I can't read, you know, I can't do all these things. And that alone is what kind of builds, the more that you say that, that builds up this wall, right? This wall, yeah. like layers. Um, so it's kind of just like a self-doubting thing that you that you put on yourself. It's not necessarily because other people are telling you. That might be the case. But a lot of times, it's just you telling yourself that I can't do this and I can't do yeah. that. So I think these experiences breaking through something right bam i you know not every kid out there especially those watching they don't have to do this they don't have to walk on flaming hot coals to change their lives they can just start right now by saying like empowering things to themselves like i i am smart i can go out there and achieve greatness i can do these so kind of changing your vocabulary alone uh will will help you out tremendously do do you agree with that oh 100 (laughs) percent you're changing um, your thoughts and the language that you use with yourself will ultimately change what you focus on. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100%. Cool. All right, Gabby. So we're going to shift gears now. What were some of your hobbies growing up or even now? I, I know one of them. I call you the karaoke machine because you <laughs> literally know the lyrics to every single song ever, like from yeah. the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I know that's like a major one for you. Yeah. But, you know, what are, what are some of your hobbies what do you like to do as a kid? What do you still like to do now? Uh, um, you know, as a kid, I um, I love to travel. Like, absolutely loved to travel. Tra- travel. Travel. <laughs> travel. Uh, you know, like when, I, like, when I was six, my mom would be like, what do you want for your birthday? You know, most kids would be like, I want this dog or this i don't know this toy this you know pet rock (laughs) this pet rock an avocado um and no i'd be like mom i want to go to new york and she's like oh wow you're six and you damn okay i'm like please please i really want to go i want to see what it's like and from the age of six to like 10 every birthday we'd go to new york it became my one of my favorite places really yeah i just what was your fascination about that though at that young of an age like why new york like why why you go out there i think i got a uh uh, someone gave me this uh this children's book kind of thing and it was like new york in a day and then it's just like (laughs) (laughs) um just different places to see like it had like you open the book and it's like statue of liberty uh you could do this 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 and like different things like that and i was like whoa like (laughs) look at me on this 
islands like what i just see palm trees i want to go see these buildings and look at all those taxis what like you know so i was just um i was really curious as a kid um so i i did have that hunger to like go and learn and um so traveling was something that i really loved to do and eventually we started traveling all over the world you know to um all over asia all over europe um to peru which is um, where my mom's from just yeah. everywhere so <laughs> yeah um so i just love to travel um but you know here at home i love to be outdoors i you know anything any outdoor activity i love to be active um you know sports i actually i do cycling so like road biking yeah uh yeah i i started when i was eight and i that's something that i absolutely love i just um what's the longest like trip that you've gone because i've heard i have some friends out here that live very close to to where i live and they do like 30 40 miles and i'm like what like yeah. over the course of a week like no in a day we just went out there right now yeah like, you're crazy what do you mean is is that kind of what you do uh the longest i've done is 60 miles oh my yeah okay let's let's stop this because uh <laughs> like, how what i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> You, you guys are oh. like maniacs like why would you do that why would you put your body through that yeah, uh, no but what, what is it about that that you like what is it what, can you, wait what yeah what is it about cycling oh, and doing 60 okay. miles that um, you know that you really fascinated about that? um i love challenges i love challenges i like to prove uh <laughs> prove people wrong but not really people i guess um just um Prove yourself prove myself right. Wrong. Prove myself right. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. That's another way to put it. Yeah. Um, just I I I do it because I like to see what I can accomplish. Like at the end, when I'm looking back at the experience I just had, you know, like 60 miles. I'm like, damn. Like, look at what I just did, and you thought you couldn't. Like, good job, Gabby. You know, like just <laughs> building that confidence. So that was one of my ways. Um. So yeah. Um. I mean, but 60 miles is not that bad. I mean, what do you my... mean? I do a three mile jog and I'm like dying over here. I'm Homer Simpson. No, I can't like... run for life. I can't run for life. But, oh, but I like biking. Cycling. I, yeah, cycling, you know. Um, I kind of, I, I, I just connected with it. You know, I like the idea that there's a destination and, you know, you get to challenge yourself. You know, you get to choose how fast you want to go or, um, how much you want to push yourself by switching the gears and uh you get to choose different paths i mean you get to decide where you which direction you want to go in and it's kind of like life you know and yeah. i i connected with that you know so every yeah. time on my bike it's just like wow it's this is me on like going through life like let's move forward like that's just something that i like so yeah that's, that's awesome it's like another firewalk for you yeah instead of being burnt up you're just you know you're riding and you're feeling the the wind blowing past your hair i don't experience yeah. that but um <laughs> yeah. yeah so no but i i as a kid i just loved sports and anything that was like um you know physically challenging so like i would i play tennis i volleyball soccer basketball basketball was a mm, it's okay we all make mistakes <laughs> but yeah so and cool. yeah obviously I, I like music too. I, I absolutely love music. I love um I love what music can do to to yeah. people. Um, you know, connect 
it's honestly it's like the universal language i i do believe that that everyone can connect with it and something and, about it i just love and those who were seen dancing you remember that quote were and thought those, to be insane by those who couldn't hear the music hey dad <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, no but that's so true music it's yeah i love i love music we we're having our own jam jam sessions with yeah. me you omid and we're driving around in uh, you know, San Diego, <laughs> listening to Bone Thugs and some hardcore hip hop. I'm like, she doesn't know any of this. And then you were like, you know, you know rapping <laughs> alongside with us. I'm like, what? How? How does she know these lyrics? Uh, yeah. So, yes, that's true. Music. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, cool. So, you, man, you, you do so much. You're very active. You love, you know, a lot of different cool things. Um, what about your parents? Are your parents, I know that, you know, they help you out with, with everything from these events to school, yeah, uh, to these definitely. trips. But, um what do you think that what are your thoughts about like you know how they run their lives and do you model after them um, oh. when it comes to to your own life you know, what what is it about your mom your dad you know your parents that that motivates you to to get up every day and, and go do the things that gabby does you know um <laughs> my parents are definitely um my role models and they're so and i guess part of it is because you know there's incredible people you know, really loving and, um, you know, giving. Uh, but they just, they've, they've always supported me in everything that I've ever wanted to do. And that's something that I'm so grateful for, you know, that um, it doesn't matter what I wanted to go after, like what endeavor. Um, they've always, they've always supported me in, in that. And the other thing is that they've always pushed me always pushed me out of my comfort zone which you know me I did not like at all I mean it was just it was painful for me like <laughs> agonizing but they I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate that they um they never give up they never gave up on me you know um you know my parents uh actually they met at a at an event um the NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Program. Um, so, ever since I was little, I'd always I've always been listening to like cassettes of Tony Robbins, <laughs> uh, just like his voice booming through the house as my mom cleaned. It was just, <laughs> or like in the car, and I was like, "What is this? Who is this guy?" Or like, not even <laughs> Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, who is this guy? Um, but no, my mom would always be playing. If it wasn't Tony Robbins, it'd be uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, um, Marianne Williamson, all these uh, really wise individuals. Um, and, you know, subconsciously, I feel like my my mind was absorbing all of that. And, you know, in the little things um, that I did, like it, it would show up. So that's one of the things that I'm, that's another thing that I'm grateful for, you know, that they've, they've, oh, they, they constantly want to improve and they're constantly growing and you know i'm glad that they they wanted me to do the same so they brought me into that um into that into world. that world yeah that's so awesome and like what are your, what are the thoughts now that their baby girl is moving away to the completely opposite <laughs> side of the country i know my mom i moved over to like a city uh, next to where I grew up and my mom was like bawling and crying. She's like, no, you're leaving me forever. I'm like, mom, I'm literally like five minutes away from you. <laughs> but you're like, you're moving to the other side of the country. What are the Yeah, six hour flight. Um, 
you know, it really came down to two schools at the end. It was like, okay, one in Boston or California. I'm like, let's be real, California. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, my parents, as I said, they always push me to go beyond what beyond the limits that I set for myself and um, just explore beyond the boundaries and they want me to continue growing and even if I'm not going to be there with them for a few years of my life it's fine they want me to go and have that experience they want me to go learn and be independent and you know they've supported me in that decision and they were like great go to California it's, it's going to be an awesome experience for you and we're so happy and we're grateful that we can do do that for you you know they really they're awesome awesome people uh anyways <laughs> they're actually gonna move there now um so Are they really? i'm not even kidding no way <laughs> what yeah they were like yeah gabby you know like even if you went to boston we were gonna move to california so i was like yeah sure okay yeah, um, sure. i'm like you. you know i'm gonna be really busy and they were just like yeah but you know you could you could come visit i'm like you're just jealous because I'm going to California. Just like saying <laughs> saying that makes it just mm, stings a little, you know? <laughs> I know you want to go. <laughs> You're like, yes, freedom. And then they're going to be your neighbors still. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, oh. no. No, no. Never mind. No. So you're in California. You're going to be in California soon. Uh, going to school, college. What is your major? You, you love numbers. You love business. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure that goes along with what you want to do later yeah. on in life. Um, so what are your goals for college, uh, getting out of college, your career? You know, what what's the life of Gabby over the next five years? Um, wow. Damn. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, right now, um, I'm kind of in a position in my life where I'm, you know, things are going to change and drastically. And, you know. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Um, but I'm kind of just, in a way, uh, waiting to see where life is going to put me or place me, I guess. And then once I'm there, I'm just going to see where, where I decide to go. So right now, I'm going to, I got into the Levy School of Business. So that's, I'm going to be a business major. Not sure exactly what I'm going to study. Um, definitely business related, though. <laughs> um so yeah just for now uh in terms of academics uh that's where i stand just you know starting off with uh with, with business and seeing maybe maybe it'll change i don't think it will but maybe it will um and you know my hope is that um by the time i graduate that uh i have a a lot of opportunities to go and create something of my own and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, combine what I learned in business school, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit with uh, my passion for self uh, improvement. And maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Nobody knows. <laughs> hey, you're a little vague there. All right, a little ambiguous. I like yeah, that. I don't know. You know, it, <laughs> well, the thing is, it's, it's kind of hard to say right now. I'm, That's true. I, it's like I'm, I'm not on the roller coaster yet. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of just waiting in line. But I know I'm gonna get on it. I'm, so I like I'm that in line, so <laughs> so yeah, metaphor. just okay, yeah. Uh, I like your metaphors. You should write a book about all the stories. <laughs> Ooh. 
Hey, hey, <laughs> ideas, ideas. I don't know. We have a few friends. We have uh, Juan Bendaña, who's a number one bestseller. We have Omid Kazervan, who's a number one bestseller. Maybe soon Gabby will be a number one bestseller. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Hey. <laughs> working, working hard. Okay. All right, so we're going to wrap up here. I can like keep going, ask you so many more questions. I'm sure the viewers and listeners, they want to hear more about you and how to be successful in life. Um, but we'll wrap up with a serious on a serious note and then also on just a fun little note. Uh, so first off, the serious note. Closing thoughts. People that are listening right now, not just school, not just in, you know, say if they want to be cyclists, but just in life in general, give us your, you know, the top number one thing that everyone should do from this point forward to achieve success in any area of life that they want to achieve success in. What would that tip be for everyone listening right now? That one thing to succeed in life? Well, doesn't that depend on what your meaning of success is? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's different vehicles of getting of getting there. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel like it's a personal question. Uh, That's true. Yeah. You know, I think it, it does depend on what you, what you want to achieve and um, what your vision is. I mean, for me, at least, um, in order to succeed, I have to or succeed in life at the end of my life if, if i'm looking back at my life and seeing um wow this is all i've done have i succeeded um you know i want to look at my life and see all of the contribution that i've done and um how i've served and how have i given uh yeah i mean give given how have i given um you know yeah i have my goals you know trying to stay focused and you know, work on myself, but I think that contribution is definitely very important and it's, it's essential as a human being. I mean, that's why we're all here, you know, to, to learn from each other, to exchange ideas, to create, to share, to, to love, to, to learn giving. I think, well, that for me, that's, that's the purpose. That's cool. I like that. And yes, that is a personal thing and everybody has their own definition of success. And like Tony Robbins says, you know, the secret to living is giving. Uh, so contribution, I also believe, yes, that it should be a part of everyone's life. And, you know, whether it's helping out somebody in need, a homeless person, um, maybe not necessarily giving them money, but just being there, hearing them out, you know, talking to them or giving them food or whatever it is. That's a form of contribution. Just time is contribution, you know, uh, giving money is contribution, yeah. not sharing your knowledge is contribution. So anything really can be a form of contribution uh, yeah. as long as you do with uh, an open heart, positive mindset. And, and yeah, you're, you're there to love and get and give. That's cool. I like yeah. that. I like but, that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I guess uh, now that I think, uh, now that I think of it, uh, I guess you know, ultimately what all of us want to be is uh, happy. So I think that the key to success is to just do what makes you happy. Find your passion and go for it. And, you know, try things out. Sometimes things aren't going to work out, uh, but that's okay. I mean, that's life. There's highs and lows. There's, you know, darks and lights to this perfectly white canvas of life um that we've been blessed with i think that just find find what you love and um pursue it like it like it 
good uh, good end point right there for the serious part. Now the fun part. Uh, <laughs> if you could have any superpower in the world, what would that be and why? <laughs> Ooh. Uh... And you can't steal mine. You know mine already. Yeah, so I know you yours. I know. Mine, I know. Mine's good. Mine's I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I remember I told you mine um, what, two weeks ago. You were kind of disappointed and it made me second guess. <laughs> I wasn't <guess>. disappointed. <laughs> I, was just like, I just gave you mine. It was way better. At that yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess I was the disappointed one because <laughs> I knew yours was better. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, um. Mm. Hey, uh, with them hard questions. No, I'm just gonna. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just gonna go with the 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 simple one. The just, I wish I could fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, no, that's cool though. I, I, I want that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um. So why why exactly would you want that one? Why would I want to fly? Cause, uh you get to explore things from a different perspective. Um, you know, you're high in the sky and you get to see everything that's going on and uh, you get to be in different places a lot faster. Uh, it seems, I don't know, it, it seems pretty cool. <laughs> I want to fly. <laughs> like, leave me alone, I just want to fly. Give yeah. my jetpack, I'm going. Yeah. Um, actually, I want that. I want a jet. They, they. I've seen a few models out there. You know, people doing the jetpack thing. Uh, but I want that to be like a reality. I want us to be able to just get on a jetpack and just fly wherever we want. Like, hey, I want to go visit you, in Miami, and putting on my jetpack, flying out there. Oh, you're gonna be in California though. So yeah. Put my jetpack. On. Take your bike. Take your bike. Don't be lazy. <laughs> Take my bike. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. That's I'm not Gabby. Uh, don't be Gabby. <laughs> uh so that's cool all right awesome we're flying um and that's that's pretty much it peeps uh for those watching uh, thank you guys for watching if you're still on this thank you so much for for continuing to you know listen and, and watch and i'm gonna hopefully if you're down gabby we'll have another session we'll talk about other stuff yeah for um, sure and yeah how about the peeps out there so thank yeah. you guys for watching thank you guys for listening thank Peace. you if you guys have questions for gabby for our next you know interview post them down below and then uh hopefully if she's up for it, we'll, we'll have Yeah, her. definitely. Definitely. I'll be happy to answer those questions. <laughs> Thank you so much, Luis. This was a pleasure. Peace out. Bye.